Welcome to the PT How podcast. Our purpose here is to cultivate the advancement and community of the physical therapy profession by furthering the knowledge of students, building a network among physical therapists, and getting the key highlights of A-State's physical therapy program, all through simple conversations. Hey guys, welcome back to the PT How podcast. This is episode 12, and today we're going to be covering PT admissions. You have me and Garrett as your host today, me being Brandon, and then our two <laughs> guest speakers are two professors here at A-State University, which happens to be Dr. Sutherland and Dr. Motts. If you guys could start off introducing yourself and, I guess, uh, say two things that you like doing out, outside of teaching us wonderful students. <laughs> Dr. Motts, you want to kick it off? Sure. I'm Dr. Motts. I, um, I am super excited because I'm setting up a new rig on my truck um, so that I can load my kayak by myself. So one thing that I like to do is to kayak. Um, and the other thing that I really love is all things animals. So I volunteer at the Humane Society and um, spoil my dog terribly. <laughs> so I'm Brian Sutherland. I am uh, from Forest City, the Forest City area. So I commute a little bit. I've uh, been here, I don't know how long now, four years or so. Dr. Mach, you've been here <laughs> quite a bit longer than me. Twelve. Um, Twelve. So, you know, what I like to do and when I'm not working, a lot of things, a couple of things would be water sports, go up to Grace Ferry Lake, play in the boat, um, tube, play with my kids, wakeboard, all that stuff, and then sports. So right, right now I'm coaching my son's baseball team. I help my daughter with cheer or whatever she's doing. I don't know anything about cheer, but I can spot. <laughs> good baseball, football, basketball, I can coach that. So the other stuff I just support and help. But yep, so that's just two things. Aren't you a brown belt? Uh, brown belt, brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yes. Yeah. That needs to be said. Absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, can, I don't know. I better not plug something else, but um, train out a win. So anybody wants to come in and try it out, they're welcome. House MMA. <laughs> get the plug in real quick. You won't, you won't tap them out. Yeah, get it in. <laughs> Do what? I said you won't tap What'd them you out. Say? Session. Um, if they roll, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right so this episode we're wanting to discuss the pt admission process so uh we were going to have dr mods kind of share her screen go over the whole admissions process on the a state are you doing pt cast as well they'll be kind of covering yes. that okay yeah. okay and so we will have you share your screen we'll just get right to it all right let me open up our admissions so I'll jump in as you're looking at that. We kind of started off and hit a few points. You know, when's our, the first question we always get is when's your deadline? And so it might change, but currently, I always check the website, but currently it is uh, February 1st to get your application into PTCAS and submitted. Um, so it has to be submitted by that date. And so my first recommendation is do not procrastinate. Do not wait. <laughs> uh, the second part of that deadline is March 1st. And so your application has to be verified and complete. And so the next question is, what is verified? And that means verified through PTCAS. That means PTCAS has received your application and they have received all transcripts that they need. And they will send you emails telling you, you know, they need this, they need that. Don't ignore those emails. And then you get a green check mark. I think you guys are familiar with that. I don't know, is it Twitter? It's blue check mark. I don't know. I don't do Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, you get a check mark, you get an email saying you're verified. And basically when they verify, when PTCAS verifies that application, then we can see it. Then it's forwarded to us. Before then, we don't even know you've applied. So that's, you know, a really important process, part of the process. And really that's 
not that difficult. You basically, you apply, you pay them whatever fee it is, um, and you send in your official transcripts from your universities directly to PTCAS. So there's another step after that, and that's what the verification is, is once PTCAS receives a transcript, they then reach out to the university that sent that transcript and basically say, is this real? And yep. then the university has to respond back to uh, PTCAS and say, yes, this is a correct transcript. That's the verification process. So even after you've submitted all of your transcripts, there's a whole nother step that has to happen before you're verified. And so you have to allow time for that in your application process. So if you apply a day before the deadline, you're not gonna get verified in time because it takes a couple of weeks for that to happen. So people need to, to apply early. Um, it's, it's a big mistake to, to wait till the last minute to apply. We're one of the latest um, deadlines of any university in the country. So there's no reason not to get your application in early um, so that that verification process can happen by our deadline. Right, and, and the next question is when our, our portal, it opens July 1st for the next year. And so you can start whenever, you can go ahead and start uh, applying. You can put your application in, go ahead and send your official transcripts in and, and go ahead and get verified. And then once you complete that fall semester, send it in again to PTCAS, they'll update it. They'll do what's called an academic update, but your application's already in. You don't have to go through all that process. You just have to update. So and the update may, happens in January. Right, and we may say it again um, here later, but the other question is, I don't have my prereqs done. Can I still apply? Yes. As long as you're on schedule to complete your degree and all prereqs by the first day of PT school, which is the end of May, like May 30th, May 31st, sometimes June 1st, depending on the year, on the year um, you can go ahead and apply. And you would get offered, if you score high enough, offered, and you could accept contingent upon completing your degree and or the prereqs. And I know a lot of people in our class, they did their exercise science internship in this the summer of gross anatomy are y'all still doing that yes yes okay. so yeah for es majors particularly you know we get the ones um that's just the cycle the way it goes here and that a lot of es majors have their internship during the summer and so we have allowed that in the past that you completed everything except for your internship and so during that first summer when you're taking gross anatomy and professional issues you're finishing up your es uh internship as well and we've structured our classes schedule to allow that. So um, students are not in the summer on campus every day. Yeah. Um, so they have days available where they can go out and do their um, their internship. Yeah, and it may change um, year to year, but generally, and you guys know this, summertime, you're either gonna be in the lab Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday, mm -hmm. and then generally from like nine to 2.30. So there's time for you to do um, internships and in work outside of this if you need to. There's also, professional issues, uh, but it's a one hour course, so it doesn't take up a, a ton of time. Okay, can you guys see my screen? Yes. Yes. Okay, so if people are wanting to apply and they wanna look on our website to see um, what they should be doing, um, if you go to astate.edu, this is the page that you'll see. If you then go to the A to Z index, and then go to P for physical therapy, you'll find us. Click on that. 
and then it can be hard to find the actual information that you're looking for so i'm going to walk you through it if you come over here to this left side of the screen and click on degrees offered you'll see we have two different programs um, we have the physical therapist assistant and then the doctor of physical therapy program and what we're talking about today is the doctor of physical therapy program so you click on that one and then there's lots of different information here um, you can look and see what the prerequisites are you have to have a bachelor's degree you have to have at least a 3.0 to apply we'll talk later about what's competitive and then here's a list of our prerequisite courses and so then if you look at the admissions process you, we we use PTCAS which almost all PT schools in the country use um, and so you're going to apply through PTCAS and there's um, a link here for that it's the portal ptcast.org um, yeah, and then that next question too is, uh, you know, people ask, what's PTCAS? It's Physical Therapy Centralized Application System. So what it is, is a centralized application site that you can apply to multiple PT schools. Not every PT school in the country uses it. Um, Dr. Mons, I believe, uh, probably the majority do. I think about 90% of them. About 90%, okay. And so it's better. So most students like it and, they, and some students hate it. It's very dichotomous. Um, it's one of those, you know, Jekyll and Hyde type deals. But for us looking from the inside out and you know being seeing doing a lot of this stuff it's it's great because you get to apply to one site of course there's going to be fees and there's fees to overall to use it and then fees for each school you apply to but if you apply to each graduate school you're going to have to pay a fee for that anyhow um, but the good thing about this is you only send one set of um transcripts one set of gres now when you do that you're going to have to use the particular code for that school but you know transcripts are going to go straight to PTCAST they'll release that to every school you apply to but then when you're looking at your GRE some schools require it some schools do not we do and so if Dr. Motz will scroll down a little bit when you take your GRE right there excuse me when you take your GRE when you're sitting for it and at the end of it I believe it's still at the end they will ask you where you want to send it and they will ask you for codes and so you put in your codes and you need to send your GRE scores to PTCAS, which is 4108, and to the A-State Graduate School, which is 6011. If you do it at the end of the test, the GRE, I don't believe there's an additional fee. I think you can send it up to what, five maybe, maybe more? If you forget, and double check that, if you forget, and let's say you closed it out, you took your test, you got your score, and two weeks later you realized you needed to, you can go to the ETS website, log into your account, and you can still send it to whoever you need to send it to for a nominal fee. And I don't know exactly what that fee is. It's relatively inexpensive. Um, that's subjective, especially when you have students and, you know, $10 is $10, but still some, some people it's more and some people it's less. So that's one of those subjective things. Nobody wants to waste money. But anyhow, the point is do it as soon as the test is over. So students have to also send their transcripts both to PTCAS and to the graduate school. So getting admitted to the graduate school is a separate process from getting admitted to PT school. Okay. And so um, when you send your transcripts to PT CAS, that's what the DPT program sees. 
but you still have to get admitted to the university. Um, and so that's what you send to the graduate school. So transcripts need to be sent both places and GRE scores need to be sent to both places. So you need to be sure that you're, you're doing both. Yep, you gotta get in the G, you gotta get you gotta get accepted to PT school, and then you also have to get accepted to the A State grad school. So might as well knock them both out at once. Exactly, and there's a link here to go to the graduate school application. It's a one page. It's very simple. Um, they they basically want your transcripts and your GRE scores, and and from that they're gonna um, decide whether to admit you or not. The university standard for admission to graduate school is a minimum of 3.0 GPA. And so anybody that's going to get accepted to PT school is going to be well above that. So there's not a big problem of getting into the graduate school, but it is a step that has to happen. So um, it's a two-step process. You apply through PTCAS to be admitted to PT school, and you apply through the graduate admissions to get admitted to the university. So both steps need to happen. But to sum it up, if you're crunched for time, if you are, that means you procrastinated. Get the PTCAS stuff done. Get yes. that done. You can. There's time to do the graduate school stuff after you've been offered. But the best thing, do it at once. But if for some reason you have to choose at that point, go through the PTCAS stuff. Get uh, the graduates or get PTCAS and us what we need so we can offer you if you qualify. Mm -hmm. Good. So yeah, trans. What else? Trans. Uh, background checks. We'll send that out. Background checks. So that's that's in there. Uh, we'll send in technical skills and abilities. Uh, once you're, correct me if I'm wrong. Once you're offered, we'll send you out an email that has a packet. Uh, once you've accepted, we'll send you out an email that has a packet containing background checks, technical skills, and stuff like that. You know, when we get to the point where you're offered, you'll be sent an offer letter basically, and you'll have a, a form to fill out and then indicate yes, I accept, or no, I do not accept. So one thing I do want to point out about transcripts, um, if you're a local student, um, if you attend one of our um, other campuses, so if you take physics, for example, at Newport or BV, even though that grade shows up on your Jonesboro transcript, PTCAS will not accept that. They need an original transcript from the original school. So if you go to Newport or BB, you need to make sure that you send those transcripts to PTCAS and to the main campus in Jonesboro. Um, be aware that at this point, Newport is not doing electronic transport or transfer. So you have to give them time because they're literally gonna use snail mail to send that transcript. So, so it uh, may take two days or two months. Who knows? Right. <laughs> but do it ahead of time. Yeah. Um, Don't procrastinate. Yes. And be <laughs> sure that you send those transcripts. We've had students um, in the past who didn't send those transcripts, and that is what caused them to not get in because they didn't get credit for some of their prereqs. So be sure that you're, you're getting those transcripts sent in as needed. Um, I think that's all on this particular page, which is the basic general information. So I'm going to go to the next tab, which is how we score applications. This is another big one. <laughs> all right. So we have 
transparent. We have different ways that we um, assess students. The first thing that we're looking at is the GRE. There is no minimum GRE, but there is a point at which you get no points for the GRE. So um, we've got the scoring laid out here. You can look and see we get different amounts of points depending on what your score is, and that's broken down into verbal quantitative and analytical writing. So um, you can look at this and figure out exactly how many points you're going to get with your GRE score. So, and in case people are wondering, probably average uh, verbal 150, quantitative 150, analytical writing three, when you say Dr. Mox? That'd I would a, say it was a three. I wish it was a four. Yeah, and that, yeah that's a big area too. Um, that's, that's one of the, yeah, that's just one of those areas that some people shine in, some people do not. So. Yep. So um, that's um, the total GRE scoring. So that's one component. Yeah, 35 points total. Right, possible. out of 100. Yep. And then we have two different GPAs that we look at. We look at overall GPA, which is every college class you've ever taken. And then we have the last 60 credits GPA. Um, and that is actually worth, worth a little bit more. Um, and the reason we do it that way is if you have a freshman that stumbles out of the gate, but when they're taking their junior and senior level classes and they're doing great, that's okay. I mean, we, we want that student, right? Um, we don't want that student to be punished because they struggled a little bit when they were 18 years old, right? When they're doing great when they're 22, then that's a student that's ready to come to PT school. So we want to, to, to value that student. Um, so overall GPA, um, you can see the, the breakdown of what GPA range is going to get what number of points, and it's up to 15 points. And then um, you can see the last 60 credits GPA is worth a whole lot more points. Okay. Kind of a second chance deal, you know, you, like she was right. saying, coming out of the gate, you get a little bit of a second chance. And also with that, most of the time, that's going to capture your uh, prereqs. Right. On your physics two, your AMP one and two, not always, but for the most part, your stats and then your med terminology. So, you know, like she said, if, you're, if you stumble out the gate, but you're shining later, you know, you got a little second chance. We're good. Another thing that is, is scored with just a few points, but just a little bit of a nudge is um, our, our, the, miss, the mission of our college is to serve the Delta region and beyond. And so um, we do look at residency. And so um, if anybody came to school here as an undergrad, they get five points. Um, if a person lives in Arkansas, they get three points. And if in, a person lives in any of the Delta states, and we use a federal definition of Delta, um, they get two points. So basically any state that touches the Mississippi River, um, they get two points for that. Somehow plus Alabama. I don't know, that's the, yeah, part of that federal definition. We go back up just to make sure the A-State graduate, um, not just attended here, but you must you must have a degree from A-State. Right. So that right. you'd get those five points. And you, those points cannot be combined, up to five points, up to three, up to two, so you can't add them together. Yeah. Another um, variable that we look at is um, there's a real need for Spanish-speaking therapists in this region, 
and so we give a little bit of credit for Spanish proficiency. It's up to five points. Um, the OPI is the oral proficiency interview. It's a standardized test. Students can take it. If they are A-State students, there is a faculty member on campus that can administer that exam for them. Um, if that pertains to you, just get a hold of me and I'll, I'll connect you. Um, otherwise, it, you can go online. You can take it over the computer. You can take it on the phone. There's lots of different ways um, to take the oral proficiency interview. And um, we have a link to it here. Um, but um, you just submit your scores and, and you can get up to five points for that. Um, and so all of those together come up to 100 points. And so we look at a scale that is um, out of 100 points. Um, I think the highest we've ever had, Dr. Sutherland, is somebody in the 80s. I think that's fair. I believe it was high 80s. High um, 80s. Yeah, because you know, to get 100, you'd have to have everything perfect yeah. scores. Yeah. Uh, again, GRE, the average is around 150, so some higher, some lower. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, you can get 100 points, and, and then 80 points is uh, the, the threshold for our rolling admission. So at any point, if you submit your application, we have all the information we need, it's verified, and you have an 80, we would offer you admission immediately. So we would send you a letter, early offer letter. And so, you know, if you applied in August of this year for next year, and you've got all that stuff, and you've got an 80, we would go ahead and offer you. And so you know, that's some peace of mind knowing that you have a seat for that next year, you, you know you're going to PT school. So, you know, the next question you always get is, is what's a good score? And of course, students can go to this website and they can calculate it on their own. They can see pretty much exactly what they have. What's a good score? As close to 80 as possible. That's pretty much what I tell them. It fluctuates um, somewhat, not tremendously, but somewhat. But yeah, if you can get close to 80, 80 above 80 is the best, close to 80, you're competitive. When you say that, Dr. Mott's? Yeah, I would say that if you're in the 70s, you should feel pretty good about your score. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And yeah, I guess before we go into tuition and fees and looking at some of the questions, you guys have a couple of questions. We're kind of taking over your podcast here. No, this is perfect. I mean, you're informing us. So it's like, it's fantastic. I've got a, uh, this is for like a niche set of people, but I was a PTA before I applied to PT school. So does my PTA classes count towards the last 60 GPA? Yes. Okay. Okay. I always wonder so that, that can help you. So sure. if you're a student that uh, maybe has a decent GPA, but not quite at the level that we're looking for. Um, so maybe you have a three, five and our average is usually most years around three, seven, three, eight. Um, and you go to the, PTA school and um, do well in those classes, that that can boost that overall GPA and that last 60 GPA, um, and that can absolutely help you. And, and let us know on time, don't let us go too far over, guys. But one of the other questions you guys sent was, um, does it help to be a PTA? And so there are cases where we run into ties. And so we're almost completely objective. And I'll tie that into the interview. Another question is, why do we not do interviews? Dr. Motz was around for that decision, but we're objective. We're almost 100% objective. We go by these scores that we just showed you. That's how we score applications. Um, some schools require essays and clinical hours, um, shadowing. What else? 
letters of reference, stuff like that. You can turn those in. So you're going to probably do those for other schools. And we always tell students, apply to multiple schools. You're on PTCAS. Go ahead and apply to multiple. Um, but though that information, we can see it. And so in the case of a tiebreaker, sometimes we do look at those things. We look at an essay. We look at a reference. Uh, if you're a PTA, that may or may not weigh heavier. You know, that's one of those things. You're already in the field. You already kind of know that that's something you love. That's something you want to do. We don't require shadowing hours. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, we don't require shadowing hours, but highly recommended. I mean, after all, you're about to spend a lot of money and a lot of time doing something that you think you want to do for the rest of your life. Do yourself a favor and take 25, 30 hours and go shadow in different disciplines, you know, PT, orthopedic and sport and home health and pediatric. Make sure that you like it before you sign up. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, we we don't necessarily look at a lot of those things um, if there's not a tie. But if there is a tie, then we do start looking at some of the soft skills. Um, what's your dedication, you know, what kind of volunteering or service or experience like being a tech, um, certainly being a PTA would, would weigh in your favor. Um, so yeah, we do look at those in, in the case of a tiebreaker. Um, so definitely turn all that in, so just in case. And that's a good segue into the another question we always get, undergrad degree, what do we get? What, grad, what undergrad do you get? What I tell students, and Dr. Monta may differ, I tell whatever you're passionate about, whatever you would like to do, get an undergrad degree that you would like to do if PT school doesn't work out. So approach it in that manner. Of course you want it to, of course we want it to as well, but just in case it doesn't work out, because life happens, make sure you get an undergrad degree that you want, that you can use. Um, as far as that goes, a lot of students choose undergrad degrees that, that angle into PT school that covers their prereqs, right? So tend, they tend to go into the exercise fields and the medical fields because you're going to get your prereqs along the way, but you don't have to. We've had business majors, animal science majors, uh, interdisciplinary studies. Art Most history. of those do what? Art history. Art history. Most of those areas, though, they have uh, built-in electives. And so as part of those electives, take some of your prereqs. So you don't have to be honed in on one particular thing. Take, what, take whatever undergraduate you want to take. Mm -hmm. We had a student several years ago that went to one of our small private uh, schools and he actually majored in Bible um, and then came to PT school. So um, major in what you wanna major in, you have to enjoy your undergraduate years. That's four years of the best years of your life. You need to enjoy it. So major in, in something that you're gonna enjoy that you can get passionate about. Um, just being aware that you've got to fit those six prerequisite courses in. And yeah. some majors are easier to do that than others. Um, but, but, you know, do you, you, you've got to get um, through the undergraduate degree. And if you're majoring in something just because you think it's going to look good, I've just shown you our scoring. There was nothing in that scoring that had anything to do with your major. So major in what you want to major in as an undergrad, it's okay. But um, let me, and I'll add to that and I completely agree. I'll add to this too. If you're really passionate, you wanna to go to PT school, major in something that's gonna challenge you. Yeah. When you get to PT school, and we've seen this, that some students get to PT school and they haven't been challenged, so to speak, um, it's a big learning curve or an adjustment to make sure you develop some good study habits. So 
you know, go back to the old saying, if it was easy, everyone would do it. You don't take the easy way, something that challenges you. I totally agree. I think guys say about that. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Uh, I think it's super encouraging because for me, I did health science with a specific emphasis in pre-T slash pre-OT. So I set myself up just for continuing education into a graduate program. And the thing is, if I didn't make it, I'd have been like, well, what can I do with the health science degree? So it's encouraging to know. It's like, you should probably major in something that if off the off chance you didn't get into PT school, you can still use your bachelor's because mine at that time was not a very versatile bachelor's, but it did build a foundation for PT school. So it's like, I don't regret my degree, but it is encouraging that you could have some radically different different bachelors and still get into PT school as long as you do your prerequisites. Yeah. Brandon, it sounds like if you were playing poker, you were all in. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> send it. We'll send it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you went Phil Helmuth. Is that his name? You went Phil Helmuth on him. Yeah. <laughs> poker, yeah. Well, and I would I would encourage students to think of um, degrees in our college that you can get as a bachelor's degree. So why not go to clinical lab science, or why not go to nursing, or why not get a major in rad science? We've had majors in rad science before. If you major in rad science, you have to learn all the anatomy as an undergrad. So when you get here to gross anatomy, it's a walk in the park, right? So it's 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 setting you up for success, um, but again you have to do what makes sense for you um so yeah there's there's infinite opportunities and choices to make there and i um i know we're probably getting somewhat short dr mox if you open tuition and fees and I'll, I'll jump on that one if you don't mind and so i'm not gonna go through every one of them but what we can say we're one of the most uh, inexpensive pt schools probably in the nation wouldn't you say dr Motz? Uh, yes. that, that doesn't mean you get a lack of quality. You can ask other students. We still have great instructors. Uh, just look at our board pass rate. That's all you got. Good facility. Yeah, just look at the pa the board pass rate. And at the end of the day, that's that's one of the most important things. Uh, there's a lot of others, but you know, fees are um, sometimes change. Just check the A State website for graduate rates. But here's just a breakdown of what you would see and an approximate cost. And scroll down. I can't. What's this one say? Um, for PT school. So that if it almost sixty thousand, you know, for the most part, if you look at other schools, that's going to be how much you pay a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of those is what you pay a year. So, um, you know, I wouldn't call that inexpensive, but it's on the lower end of the cost, but a, a good program. So, um, scroll down if you will, if you, unless you have something to add. Yeah, the the main thing I have to add is that we do not charge out of state tuition. Good one. So yep. An out of state students. This is what you're paying the 57,000. We're not charging the out of state tuition rate. Um, so um, we do get a lot of students that come from out of state because we're cheaper than their in state rate if they're in their state, right? Yep, that's right. So um, that's, that's um, a great recruitment tool for us. So we get a lot of really great students that come here because of the affordability. We've got a low cost of living here in Arkansas, and um, the cost of our program is very affordable. So um, that gives us the opportunity to have a pretty diverse class where we have people from all over the world, actually. Um, we do charge international rates, but um, we, we have students from all over, um, and, and that just makes our class more interesting and fun. And, um, yeah, 
So that's that's tuition and fees. This is our current cost. Um, again, things can vary. Um, I know we went through the toolkit. Um, we cut some parts of that. Yeah, yeah, we cut a few things out of that. So that, that cost is probably going to actually go down a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're we're trying to be as affordable as we can. Um, and we find that to be a really big draw to our program. Yeah, that's important. That's important. Uh, you know, do you guys have anything to say about that? Uh, I love the affordability here. I definitely think it's one of the cheapest in the nation, but still doesn't jeopardize quality by any means. I mean, you're going to most of us are going to be in debt, but it's definitely <laughs> a doable debt in terms of like PT graduate debt. So yeah. <laughs> and like I'd it. say that uh, estimate is pretty accurate as yeah. well. So it's you're not going to be surprised with like ten extra grand on top of that. It's we try to be as transparent as we can, and that's something that um, potential students should look at. Is we list every little bitty thing. We list CPR. We list TB. We list all all these things. And if these things are not listed on other websites of other schools, you need to be asking because those are fees that might pop up that you're not expecting. Um, because we're all going to have these fees um, and, and we're trying to do our best um, to be as transparent as we can with you're going to have to pay for exam soft you're going to have to pay for this you're going to have to pay for that um, and you know some things are like four bucks but that I mean four bucks that might be lunch that day it adds up. so it adds up and so we try to give as as comprehensive a list as possible um, that, that was, yeah, that was lunch about five years ago. <laughs> that, won't get, that won't get you lunch in me. How much you eat. <laughs> Guys, what else is on the list? I think the rest of this uh, yeah. go through, but what else is on the list of, of questions? Yeah, I was going to say the rest of that. Just look, you know, people listening, just go look at your course uh, over coursework overview. So right now, you know, we're talking about admissions and how you get in. So program stats is the other thing. Graduation rate is first time is like 100%. I'm not, I'm not 100%, like 96%. What was it last year? 96 for ultimate, 85% uh, for the first time. So ultimately, 96.6 uh, um, and the employment rate. So that's a big one. You know, you're going to incur this debt. You're going three years of school. You're um, getting into the profession. Can I get hired? 100% employment rate. And I can say that, you know, for me personally, there's there's been a lot of demand for it. Um, and it also depends on where you're going. If you're staying around Jonesboro, maybe a little more difficult. Maybe not. There's still... Huh? Everybody's got an opening right now. Okay, yeah, and that's what you've kind of seen. There's a little fluctuation, but yeah, I've seen in my email box tons of PT job openings, just one after another after another, which is great. That's great. And then you can see demographics, uh, matriculation rate. You don't, we don't have a lot of matriculation. Um, and then GPA, you mentioned that, which is generally around what right there, it's three point six eight. So I'd say between three point seven is usually three point seven. Pretty pretty standard as far as that goes. Again, it's a combination of overall last 60 and then your uh, GRE scores. So I'm looking through the list here. You guys have any questions? I'll look at this list. We have a minute left on the timer exactly. Oh. And so okay. All right. I have anything quick to add. I think that is perfect. Yeah. My theme, don't procrastinate. And then <laughs> we're here. Look, look at the website, uh, jsutherlandastate.edu, smonts at astate.edu. Uh, look up our phone number on the website. Mine is 972-3264. If you have any questions, call, email. I'd recommend emailing me. I check it on a regular basis. and I'm not always sitting in my office, but we're here to help. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's, that's solid. Don't procrastinate. 
and <laughs> call yeah. us if you need help email us yeah <laughs> we're here but, but look at look at the website but before you call look at the website make sure that information <laughs> is not there just plain as day so <laughs> thank you guys so much it was a pleasure and it is very informative we appreciate it all right thank you guys Thank you for listening to the PT How podcast. You can stay connected with us through Facebook at Arkansas State University, Department of Physical Therapy, and Instagram at A State Physical Therapy. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at PT How Podcast.